Dr. Rogers, let's talk about headaches. It's one of the one of the big reasons patients go to see their doctor. I'm just going to let you riff a little bit on headaches and, and in particular migraines in a second. Okay. Well, headaches are one of the major reasons people come to the doctor. Uh, through my 30 plus years of practice, headaches are very common. You know, I see one every day at least in the office. Um, and headaches can be very debilitating. There's a lot of lost work because of it, and especially probably affects women more than men, especially migraines, which is more of a vascular brain headache. Probably the most common type of headaches, a stress headache, occurs like somebody squeezing the top of your head, maybe going down into your neck and shoulders, caused, of course, by stress. Um, but today we'll mostly focus on migraine headaches, which is a far more serious, debilitating form of headache um, that has a neurologic basis and maybe in fact tied to a lot of other diseases. I know that people that have Alzheimer's disease have had more migraine headaches and they've been linked to heart disease and about everything else. So they tend to occur more in women than men. But it's a really severely debilitating head pain that's usually associated with alterations in um, your sensory perception, like we call it an aura. And it's something that you may have a taste or a smell or see flashing lights before you actually get the headache. And sometimes if you, hit, if you can hit it with something before the headache gets there, you can kind of knock it out before it gets there. There's a particular uh, class of drugs called the triptans. And, um, you know, I'll never forget probably 25 years ago when Imitrex came out. Before that time, you can see a migraine coming in a mile away. You can really tell who has a migraine because they're clutching their head. They're usually nauseated and kind of out of it. And it used to be we had to give these patients a shot of Demerol or Stadol and, and watch them in our office and uh, for a while and get somebody to go drive them home. They'd be in bed for a day or two. And then when the Imitrex came out, I'll never forget when I gave my first Imitrex shot to a patient. Now, of course, they're available in pill form, but it was first in the shot form. And uh, one of my most severe sufferers came in. I tried it on her. And about 10 minutes later, she walked out of my office just happy as she could be. And that made a big impression on me. But um, so there are medications out there to treat it if you hit it soon enough. Um, but preventing migraine headaches is something else. That's really what you want to do is prevent them. Um, you know, a true migraine is really more than just a really bad headache. It's severe. It's usually... Uh, located on one side, it's throbbing, sometimes nausea and vomiting come along with it. There's a profound sensitivity to light and sound. Um, and they can be episodic, you know, develop out of the blue or chronic, meaning you have at least eight a month. Sometimes they're hormone related. These are why I think we see them more in women, especially in the premenstrual week, you see a lot of them. And sometimes I use hormones like. A natural progesterone to try to prevent them. A lot of times that will work. Um, there's a new kind of thing out that is going to be available pretty soon um, through some of the major um, pharmaceutical companies and it's for prevention and it targets something called calcitonin gene-related peptide 
And that's a molecule that's produced in nerve cells of the brain and spinal cord. And when that, we call it GCRP, um, is released by your brain, it, it gives you a terrible headache. Um, and so what these new medicines are going to do, they're really going to try to block that peptide down. And um, they use, um, interestingly, monoclonal antibodies to bind to this GCRP on its receptor and prevent this thing from acting on you. And so they're not out yet, but there's there's three or four of them that are probably going to come out. The problem with them is that they're going to be injectables. They're going to be very expensive and probably can cause side effects like constipation, nausea, memory loss, numbness, maybe weight gain. It's probably going to be years before they're widely available. I mean, the, the yearly cost is, right now, it's estimated to be about six to $7,000 a year. So it's going to be a toughie. There's, there's a lot of ways I like to, again, prevent something if I can and find the root cause of it, whether it be hormonal or some sensation or something. But um, one interesting thing to me is that uh, one vitamin that I really love, I take myself, not for migraines, fortunately I don't suffer from migraines, but um, is CoQ10, you know, a vitamin that we always think about using for energy and heart protection and protection against um, muscle pain if you have to take a statin for high cholesterol. But it's been shown that CoQ10 um, may be very effective in preventing migraine headaches. It's interesting because it acts on the same receptor that this monoclonal antibody is going to act on, and CoQ10 is a pretty cheap vitamin. So, um, you know, something that patients may keep in mind is, is if they suffer from a lot of migraine headaches, start taking CoQ10 and see if that doesn't help prevent a lot of them. And remember, um, if you do suffer from migraines, get to it early. There are several medicines that we've used through the years on a daily basis to try to prevent them, like beta blockers or calcium channel blockers, which are blood pressure medicines that can have side effects in their own, like making you tired. But, um, you know, if you have problems with migraines, um, or any kind of headache, you might want to try to figure out what's causing them. Certain foods can cause them. Hormones certainly can. Stress can even cause migraine headaches. There's triggers to migraine headaches, but and there are effective treatments. But um, it's exciting to me to, to even think about CoQ10 as uh, maybe preventing these, these migraines and acting in the same way that these hugely expensive medicines are going to do in the future. Let me ask you a question about that, and this this is probably going to show my ignorance, but could you could you go from being a migraine sufferer to someone like you who doesn't suffer from migraines, and vice versa? Like, say you have you've never had migraines, could you start developing migraines? You could. Typically, they come on in teenage years. Okay. Um, and again, they're mostly in girls and women. Um, and sometimes you can outgrow them once you go through menopause. But so uh, some of it's genetic, some of it's hormonal, it, it, and um, some of it comes in clusters. There's a lot of unknowns about migraine headache, but think of it as uh, inflammation in your brain. And, uh, and so it's it's a complex thing that um, is can be very debilitating. But there's a lot of hope for treatment and prevention of these migraine headaches. Um, you mentioned a couple medications and then CoQ10. 
Um, one thing I know with my headaches is they're typically triggered by dehydration. That's a very good point. You know, one of, maybe one of the most common reasons for headache is just not drinking enough water. So that's a great idea. If you if you have a lot of headaches, definitely drink more water. Great yeah. point. Is that why is that? Is that is, is water is that an anti-inflammatory in your brain in in ways like? Yeah, you know, there's a lot that has to do with the diuretic hormones and stuff, but. Um, there's no doubt that uh, hydration with water prevents a lot of headaches. And most, I think I'm convinced most Americans walk around dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, before we close up, is there anything you'd like to add for, you know, to the patients who, who are sufferers of migraines or um, people who are, you know, have had them before but haven't had them in a while? Any any other things you want to add? Or, or? No, just try some CoQ10. Uh, you and get, we'll, I guess we'll keep them up, update on that medication as it becomes more more affordable and right. stuff like that. That's probably a ways off, but uh, so try some CoQ10. Try to figure out what maybe triggers to it. Maybe it's hormones. Maybe it's that you can kind of look at that. But uh, come in. Don't hesitate to come in and share your uh, your headache news with us, and maybe we can help you. Doctor Rogers, thank you. Thank you, Ben. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. That was the end of our conversation. Uh, we really appreciate you being here, and we'd also really appreciate it if you subscribed to the podcast. I know a lot of you guys are listening but aren't subscribed yet. Uh, we'd really appreciate if you, if you subscribed. It, us, it helps us uh, get found on iTunes and uh, ultimately uh, get this information out to, to more and more people. Uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for being here.